Welcome to the Beta Den. We're back with another episode of the Beta Den. How's it going, Evan? Good. How you doing? Good, good. Good to be back, as always. Uh, it's been like almost a week. Yeah, probably just about. I think we have a schedule down. We're getting there. These days, that's a lot for me not seeing you. Yeah. Right? Life, man. Quarantine has its benefits. I've barely complained. Yeah. This, this <laughs> podcast and uh, seeing your face is one of them, buddy. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Good seeing you. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of our last episode. I got. I, I couldn't remember the last uh, like 20 minutes. Really? Um, I got, you got you pretty en- drunk. You enjoyed the stout. I got I pretty did. drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I did. that's true. You were drinking less, yeah. and I can't stop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But um, I can't make any promises today. No, never can. It's We're doing our daytime. Another one the sun is shining. Daytime episode. Wasting it inside. We're in a different den, though. Yeah. It's been what? I think it's I think it's two episodes. I think it's, it's been, been twice. a while. Yeah. Because of two or three maybe. Because of the flood. The great the flood. Flood I had here. We but, both uh, had disasters almost probably like on the same week. In in the week that we haven't seen each other, we both had many disasters. Did you lose power? No, I had the oven fire. I don't I know nothing of Yeah, uh, yeah. The last time you were at the house, I had just told you about uh, that. See, this might have been after the episode. Probably, maybe. Yeah, so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the, the electrical connection in the back of my oven went on fire. That's scary. Yeah, it was in the moment, too, because that sound, when you don't know where it's coming from. Does it sound like, like a bomb the, going off? No, it's like that electrical, like, and you're like. Oh, no, and then, that's a scary and sound. And then you hear the pop, you hear the you, you hear your breaker, uh-huh. and then you hear like the electrical arc pop, and you're like. <gasps> <laughs> and you know any any preparedness that you thought like as cool as you thought you were, like oh I know where the fire extinguishers are like I'm gonna be ready when uh, that like no right. fucking electric you're just like, oh, scares oh. the shit out of me dude <laughs> I was like where, where? I don't know what to grab yeah yeah it was, it electric cool. scares me some people yeah. don't give a fuck no I I'm limited to like changing outlets fans that, that light we tried to like, change yeah but that was like the octa light. That wasn't our fault. A hundred fucking connections. And actually, we were, it was confirmed by a f- professional. It wasn't our fault. Yep. Oh, one of those good ones that makes you feel like you're not an idiot. Yeah. Meanwhile, but he makes me feel like a bitch because he comes in here and he's like, no, don't turn well, the yeah, power yeah, off. Yeah, like, no. I might get hit. You know, he's like, yeah, I get hit a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it tingles. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> going to turn into powder. Yeah. No, I, I, I stay far away from like real. And yeah, I turn the power off like anytime I'm doing any of that. Yeah. 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 I call Pico and I'm like, dead this block. <laughs> Just shut everybody off. Please. Just give me 20 minutes. I have to change a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. Uh, and I'm terrified. Oh, um, Shit. Should we uh, talk about the beer first or the episode first? Why don't you let them know what we're drinking? This was your choice. So yeah. We'll start here. Um, I, was, I was telling Lee I turned into... Uh, just a, a basic B when it comes it, to beers in the fall. It got like three degrees cooler outside. <laughs> it's true. Evan's got his vest and his uh, Uggs my, on. My fucking hoodie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My Han Solo outfit. Yep. Um, but they're coming out with malty beers now. I even saw some Oktoberfest on yeah. the shelf. Um, so we're going to get some, some Oktoberfest. Everyone loves soon. that shit, so why not? Uh, so for today, for what are we drinking? What uh, are we drinking? drinking? Long Trail from Long Trail Brewing Company. 
just called Harvest. Uh, Vermont Maple Ale. And w- it would, you know, Vermont Brewery would have, like, the most basic. Just the mountain hiker? Y- yeah, just a hiker and a leaf. Like, I've but it actually, totally conveys the message. I've actually been to this brewery. Oh, really? In Vermont, yeah. Nice. I think it's, like, south of Killington or something like that. Hold on. Sorry. Um, Bless you. And <laughs> thank you. It's a really nice. It's a really nice spot. They even have this kind of like, um, I think you call it a catwalk, uh, but where you can like go up the stairs and then across this thing where you're like walking through the brewery, like the warehouse brewery oh, cool, part cool. of it, and you get to like you know look down and see uh, everything going on. That's pretty um, cool. But yeah, behind uh, the scenes. So this is. I mean, this is only. This is for the beers we've been drinking on these shows. <laughs> They've been so fucking yeah, heavy. Yeah, we went pretty pretty hard on them every time. Uh, this is only four point four percent, so maybe some points for drinkability. I hope so. Yeah, touch of Vermont maple syrup, toffee, and caramel notes make for a perfect harvest season release. I mean, how could you go wrong? Sounds good. We gotta share. We're doing yeah. bottles today. Classy. So I'll give you the first uh, crack. This little man. First cap. There you go. Thank you. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Let's taste this bad boy. That's pretty good. You like it? That, yeah, I like that. You see. I can sit around a campfire and put a bunch of those away. This is my jam. <laughs> this is my fucking jam. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, the more I get into beer, the more palates. Like, I, I don't know. The Fucking Red Ales, Oktoberfest, like that kind of. I always liked Oktoberfest. This is my chance. There is, we were talking before, there's one, I, don't, I have no idea what the name was, but there was a pumpkin beer that um, I really enjoyed pumpkin? like a couple years. I don't know, man. You wouldn't know? Yeah. Do you think you got it with like the brown sugar glaze rim I, on the I glass? Really, I, no, <laughs> I have no idea. I've done it. We I've said, done no, I, I have done it too. I'm just, we yeah. said years ago, I'm talking about my memory. Yeah. Oh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Does this taste? I know um, usually you're not into like darker beers. It's not a stout. Um, no, this is. I can drink. I can drink this. This feels one better for you. To, yeah, I'm trying to, to get a gauge on what your level yeah. for like. No, le- as as beautiful as black is. Yeah, that black was 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 too heavy was, for you. It was too heavy for me. Yeah, this I is nice. It's described as an auburn color. Not that I can see through no, the uh, glass, but I'm imagining it. My We're going to give you our beta fish rating on that later. Um, if you've <sighs> tell us your experience with Long Trail, actually, Long Trail um, is going to sort of tie into our topic today because of. Um, oh, really? I'm going to look it up while you're telling people about the topic, but they have a beer oh, that goes into what we're oh, talking about. All right. Yeah. So our topic today is veterinary medicine. Vet med. Uh, something that Evan and I have been involved in for. Um, the better half of, I'd say, almost two decades. That's how we met. Yeah, going way back to the Long Island days. Um, I Ugh. guess, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it like stews for a second. Um, but we're going to talk about what it means to us. You know, we'll go through our normal kind of format and lay things down for everybody yeah. the way we normally do. Um, get a little into the personal aspects and a little bit of like why we chose it and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, um, shit, I don't know. The history, uh, history of vet med is yeah, what? Well, I mean, like, I mean, the first animal that was observed 
Uh, people started, I was like, oh, can I eat that? Cut it open. I imagine they didn't start helping them out until there was like farming. Yeah. Whenever the fuck that happened. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, I would imagine probably dogs, right? Dogs, wolves. wolves you right? were probably taking care of your wolf. Right? You were probably like, oh, shit, he's limping. Any Why? way you could. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking. It's that come like, a long way. Well, yeah, I was thinking that like uh, veterinary medicine, probably as we know it now, is like, like it changed very much in the 90s. Yeah. Probably got like a real facelift in the 90s. Yeah, and, I got uh, like like backing and money and traction and people actually had ethics. <laughs> yeah, I think just the standards started to get higher and they started um I don't know, people probably start just paying more attention. Yeah, and I, I guess think. also it was probably the the changeover when people started really caring about their pets and there was a market for it when yeah. people considered them part of the family more than just the dog that's tied to the tree in the backyard for four years. That's probably the best answer for it. Like once there was a real market for it. Yeah. As everything. Yeah. Uh, reference our last episode. <laughs> America. America. Fuck right. yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about vet medicine today. Um, so you were doing it before I was. I know that. So yeah, I had a long a road into um, veterinary medicine. I mean, do we want to just like get into each of our, yeah. our journeys? Do you, do I, was that a tip for me to go first? It's if you want. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's I, do it. I, I feel like chronologically. Let's the, start at the this beginning. This isn't a Tarantino movie where yeah. we're going <laughs> to jump all over the place. I So my first, first job dealing with animals or any kind of animal husbandry was actually uh, Petland Discounts. Um, probably 16, 17 years old from there. I actually started working at a shelter um, as like an attendant, walking dogs, cleaning up shit, you know feeding them, taking care of them. There's uh, something rewarding about that. It's humbling. Yeah. Because, and and it, there's something to be said about, like, the guy that's cleaning up your shit. So <laughs> in some weird way, you feel more like, I'm taking care of this thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and when you're young, I, like, you don't have anything you're really taking care of. Right. You know, so it's like your first, like, you know, I'm doing the hard part of this job, you know. Everyone exactly. gets to pet this thing, but, you know. I'm doing the hard part. Putting in the real work. Yeah. So I, and from there, I basically was observing what went into taking care of animals and moved on to a kennel inside of an animal hospital. And that's basically when I started to work up the veterinary medicine side of things. Do we want to name names? Hospital names? Yeah. Um, Are we against that? I think we should stay away from it. Okay. Yeah. Just because all. It's probably a good idea. Just. As the culture of veterinary medicine goes, they're very competitive. There's a lot of infighting there between. There also is like that uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to, yeah. even if you talk about it, you don't Julian Assang and like rat out yeah. everybody. And we're not just, name dropping uh, here. This, is not, this yeah. episode is not to like rat or... People are th- probably at this point like, oh my God, what are they, s- like, what, yeah, are, what are people it, doing to my animals? It has not had very little to do with the animals <laughs> that have four legs. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so, so yeah. yeah so sorry. from, from the kennel in an animal hospital, I worked my way up to whatever the next, it was like attendant or pharmacy attendant 
and then into rooms with doctors as an attendant just handling animals and yeah. you know prepping rooms with vaccines and from there to you know technician in training where I was in the treatment room following around you know a senior technician and understanding why you're drawing bloods and doing other testing and what like <clears throat> like for those years like up to what you were just saying like what kind of time frame is that what years were, were those? probably about three or four years like, no, and like what I'm saying like uh, was this late 90s early 2000 like what uh, right that was like yeah like 2004 2003 2004 uh-huh. like right after high school and the failed college attempts um, <laughs> right yeah it's, it's uh, same here shit so yeah because i was only asking because like um there wasn't as much regulation there no at that time and, as far as like totally licensing and it totally like has evolved and that was something i have in my notes that we were going to get to okay um, yeah totally i'm in, in a lot of places kind of grandfathered in just because yeah. of how long i've been doing it so a lot of them will look past i'm not certified or licensed um, i wanted to talk about that later too yeah, just that concept um, and to tell you the truth, as far as, uh, I'm happy, as far as not being licensed or certified, sure, um, for a lot of reasons. I and get that. Yeah. Um, so that question's going to come up. That's my answer to that. Um, but cool. As far as my next step, I guess I got hired at a different hospital as a technician. Is that when our? Um, uh, yes, because I went the back. Hospital that we. I, yeah, uh, I had went back to like shelter work for a while. Uh-huh. And then got hired as a tech at the wonderful hospital that we met at. Yeah, wonderful hospital. It's just a, it's, it was a dream come true. It was. It was. It was. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. There was a lot of fun moments, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like totally. I have like vivid images of standing totally. on a roof <laughs> in like we twenty degree weather. At that place, <laughs> in ways I would never fuck oh around at another. Yeah, yeah, but that was mm-hmm. the that was the place's fault. That wasn't our fault. Yeah, um, there were extenuating circumstances yeah, for we, sure, and there was just nothing for us to do. Like we didn't. <laughs> like there was not a whole lot of like job. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and it. I don't know felt like uh you're just being lied to anyway and so i don't know well, why, they, like, why try they, like they I, didn't try yeah no it one's was, trying yeah. so there's a varying <laughs> degree so of we're, animal hospitals we're talking about which yeah most, most people that have had animals for multiple years and multiple pets have had their fair share of run-ins with not so bedside friendly there vets are or devious vets i mean there are bad vets there are good vets yeah it's just like anything else both I mean, those things exist yeah. yeah um it's you can get a veterinary degree with a fucking c minus yeah <laughs> the same way and with it, an a it, you and know it, and a lot of it comes down to why when you graduate what are your reasons for becoming a vet i feel like it, no matter what you do when you start veterinary school even as a tech, when you start being a tech and when you're towards the end of your career as a tech, the reasons evolve for why you do it. Well, because some of them just don't hold up. No, absolutely. But it is, a, it is a job path, and that's probably this is probably what attracted me to it, is that it is a job path that holds a little bit more weight as far as like emotional investment. Yeah. Um, oh. Impact. Uh, you know. Definitely. Uh, I guess my, if I was going to give like my personal yeah. come up before, uh, you know, before the seeds of the beta den were being planted <laughs> that we didn't even know about. Um, I did the same thing of like, I went back and forth between trying to go to college because I was told I have or should 
That was the way. And taking classes I couldn't even give a shit about. And I tried. You know, I tried to take Civ. music classes. <laughs> like music classes and stuff that I thought I'd be into. Um, and then back and forth when I would drop out of college, I'd try to be in bands and yeah. go on tour. And, you know, so there was really no, like, real job path. And um, after a while, I was done with that. And, you know, reached out to my parents if I'm going to come <laughs> come back home. And they're like, well, then you need a fucking job. Of course. Uh, and I opened up uh, Penny Saver. Do they have Penny Savers anymore? I don't know. I, I don't know why we have pennies anymore. But yeah, <laughs> apparently not. It's like I, a coin shortage going on right now. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't, but um, anyway, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I opened this and it's like working with uh, working with animals. Yeah, I always gravitated towards it. So there was there was working as like a kennel assistant, which mm-hmm. was the same. T- I knew what it was going to be, even without you know reading the thing of like you're going to be picking up shit, you're going to be doing the stuff that no one wants to do. Yeah, and then there was Geico, and I actually went for both interviews. And I didn't get the animal hospital first. They had already promised a job to someone else. Was that the animal hospital? This is the place uh, that okay, we okay. met. Yeah, because th- that was the first one I was at. All right, um, and. I was like, all right. So I continue with the Geico stuff. And they make you go through rigorous uh, interview process, yeah. like rounds, yeah. uh, typing speed, uh, in-person, like f- I did whatever. A, I did a few of those. I, <laughs> I passed all of it, right? And then they're like, okay, the training's going to start in a month. I'm like, fuck, well, what do I do for a month? And they're like, and there's a drug test. We need a hair sample. Womp, womp. And like hair, <laughs> hair samples, a whole different yeah. ball game. That's like the last couple of years of your yeah. life. So I gave them, I shaved my head and I showed them the thing. <laughs> and, they, you know, they still took a follicle. And, yeah. They're like, um, we can find hair. I never got a call back from Geico. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but. <laughs> Toxicologist like, what? Like, it's, it was just rainbow. glowing. <laughs> it was just glowing. Yeah. Especially, we're talking about shit. Like yeah, this is, that's what I'm talking about. It's like right so, after high school yeah. into, like, where I should be in college. Yeah, because that's when I stopped doing all that. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely stopped back then. But uh, <laughs> didn't get the call from Geico, but I got the call from this animal hospital, and they were like, she didn't work out, or he didn't work out, whoever it was. I, like, I do you why. still want the job? <laughs> there was probably a real fucking Yeah, knowing dyke. what I know now. Yeah. But what you said, when I walked in there, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I had no experience with anything mm. before I got to this place. Yeah. That, and so I was just stoked to be involved in anything. And really? let me say, no matter how bad the animal hospitals I've been at, you know, one of the things that allows you to continue to come to work is the fact that you are working with the animals. Like it's rewarding in its own yeah. right. It's 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 just the interaction alone. It's both the good thing and the bad thing, you know, because employers use it as a weapon. Yeah. Um, the fact that you give a shit and the yeah. fact that you get because how could you not? It's the saddest shit when you yeah. see a sick Ugh. or hurt animal and if you in any way are a part of repairing that fucking thing and then you know when things go well and then you give back to a, a uh, the owner who's appreciative mm-hmm. it's holy shit you go so home it's like i had a good day i did a good like, that was like i'm living a real life that's kind of along the lines of something i was going to bring up as uh-huh. like veterinarians most of them aren't making the money that people think they're making. They're also steeped in more debt than then, people yeah, know Yeah, exactly. About. And the reason why they're able to continue to come back is that rewarding aspect. And the same as the technicians, because the technicians are not financially rewarded at all. 
No, I think the other aspect of it is amount of time invested. Yeah. So before you even become a vet, you know, you've been in school for like eight years and hopefully you did an internship too. So, you're, you know, you're talking about like nine years or so before you're actually doing the fucking thing. Um, so at that point, are you really going to be like, I want to I want to do pottery instead? <laughs> you know, like you're you're going to see invested. this thing out yeah. and I, you could see how that's soured some vets. Yeah. Totally. And other vets have stepped up. I yeah. To yeah. The I mean, I've come along the struggle way, seen some really cool and really great vets. So we, we worked at that place together for a few years. Yeah, on and off for both of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I, like we were there together for at least two, probably more like four. Yeah, and you know um, what? I learned a lot. I learned a lot there. And uh, we had a senior technician that was, re- really, was good really good at the job. She was really good. I learned a lot she was from not, her. Um, which I think maybe we can get into this now. She was not... Um, College, like she did not. No, she wasn't. To, she wasn't um, licensed. She was currently in. When normally, you when I left, she was in school. She was still trying to. Yeah. yeah. Normally, for people who don't know, um, there's you know veterinarians, obviously, uh, veterinary technicians or in PA they're called veterinary nurses. It's typically a two year degree, um, and then you have to take a state licensing exam or certification. Um, and these days, there's a lot more states, New York being one of them, that are cracking down and saying animal hospitals need at least. One, or one of these or, yeah. or like only the licensed tech can do X, yeah, X, y, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, a lot of states don't have that. Um, but just because someone did not go that route does not mean that they are not an excellent yeah. nurse or fucking technician or yeah. whatever. In fact, some of the best ones I've ever worked for exactly did not go to college for it. And some of the worst ones I've ever worked with, you know, did even like more schooling than they had yeah. to. And, and I guess that kind of reflects some of what you were saying is like working in a kennel is humbling and you kind of reflect on the fact that you're there and there's more of a, I, I don't want to call it a goal because when you're in school, obviously you want to graduate and there's a goal, but it allows you to kind of see what the job is that you're working for. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the techs I've come across that are straight out of school were not properly prepared for what was actually entailed in a technician job in most places. This is going to be almost like one of the most conservative views I have, but like you got to pull yourself up by your fucking bootstrap. Like when you're coming up from nothing and you go that route, usually it weeds out the weak. It's very like Darwinistic. Like if you can't even do this, you're not gonna be able to do that. And you're, you're put through the fucking ringer. So to the point where I finally got to do anesthesia, or surgical stuff, or even just pull blood or mm-hmm. place catheters, which is like another level than just like holding a dog. Um, I had fucking earned it. I had proved that I was yeah, proficient. Someone that had to already. trust you to give whereas, you that opportunity. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of kids or people, individuals, whatever, who don't work anywhere. They just go to school. Yeah. And there's very, from my own personal experience, there's not a lot of practical hands on time, real life, you know examples put before you you get your degree and it's almost like you've earned that spot without doing any of the work yeah and it's not their fault they come in just no, fucking no. green and, think and the terrible. programs need to change yeah. and get a little bit more up to the times i feel like it's a as and again this is speaking from what i've heard from other technicians you and other people um there's a lot of farm animal men, animal medicine that's a um, part of the degree yeah that's part yeah. of the degree and then you end up in a suburban or urban veterinary clinic where it's dogs, cats, the occasional rabbit. And why did you learn 
so much. Like specialize um, the field a little bit more. Yeah. To, and, although and I got to tell you, man, I miss. I loved the farm animal oh, medicine I'm, part. I'm of not it. saying that it's I not wish a I had great done more with part it. of the education, but yeah, when you're especially on Long Island, right? Like, <laughs> right. What are the chances that you're going to end up farm care? We're in Pennsylvania now. It's way more Very likely different. that you'll do large animal medicine. Yeah. Here, but you know, it should be kind of geographical, regional. On Long Island, I saw horses uh, when I worked for an ophthalmologist, veterinary ophthalmologist. We okay. see a lot of horses. Okay. That was probably, but. And that was the that was a farm large specialty clinic. That was at the specialty yeah. clinic. And this farm animal medicine I had learned really didn't come into play when you're talking about these like super specific eye problems and she's doing this wild shit. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like holding this horse's head in a trailer. That you know? must be fun. I, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Um, it was cool. Um, I, having gone through the process, I'd say, you know, there's – the reason that these programs aren't as good as they are is because getting the degree isn't as valuable as it as it let's say should be yeah. or could be. Okay. So, fun uh, not as much funding goes into it. I guess yeah. And when your uh, average salary for a technician in America is still in like the thirty thousand range. Yeah. Why are people going to be funding those programs? Why are people going to be trying to improve the, you know whatever raise the, the bar because yeah. you know you're not giving people enough incentive yeah uh to do it um <laughs> fuck man clearly we we, we have I opinions mean, this, this is a real topic <laughs> uh this is a real topic for both of us um yeah all right so so yeah what the fuck were we talking about we were there for a bit um i went the, the college the route, route yeah and got licensed and went on to a sp- like a specialty clinic um think lee you hung there for a little bit longer and then what did you do after? and then i bounced around and then i dabbled with some more of the managerial side and like inventory side of the technician world and not so much you know on the technician treatment floor um for a little while at a hospital trying to move Um, up trying to move up the ladder yeah way shape or form Um, yeah and that was i mean it has its fun aspects, you know, the managerial side, like, and especially I, I think a little bit more towards the inventory side, just like the dealing with reps and all that kind of stuff. You were into that. Um, it was a little bit more fun. It, it added a little bit more to the day. More engaging. Um, yeah. And it, it allowed you to learn a little Excuse bit me. more of a different side of veterinary medicine. You know, these guys are coming to you and uh, they're giving you research numbers and, and you know, data from clients and it's there's kind of, it's, major it's interesting man major it's, companies both like food and pharmaceutical major money goes yeah. into veterinary research these days um and it's really kind of cool to hear about the stuff they do like some of the food companies even like yeah the trials and like the I, i'm trying to give specifics and they're just they're like I'll, flooding into my head i'll, but I'll give you one just because we just talked about it this week mm-hmm. me and me and my wife um some of the meds we were given, Marge, Marge is, well, large Marge. I wanted to do that. I wanted Sharpay. to do an introduction of Let's our, talk about uh, our pets. Our pets yeah. I yeah. feel like we have to. Large Marge is my Sharpay. I've had her since she was five weeks old. She's a little bit over 10. I know She's her from that time. From Yeah, yeah. you were there. To mm-hmm. get, that's the hospital where she came in a yeah. day old. and Just a ball of wrinkle. Game over. <laughs> Game over. 
I was still living with my first, parents, and they said, your first first. They said no, of and course. I brought her home. Yeah, uh, deal with it. She still has like anxiety shit, and we have her on some like very low minor meds. But I was like, before we do med shit, can we do look at a more natural uh-huh. thing? So Perina makes something called Fortiflora, yeah, which is like a probiotic, but yeah. it's flavor mm-hmm. that you put on the food. This Powder. is called Calming Care, okay, and it's a bacterial strain, and one of her. Uh, our mutual friends who's another vet um, said that they did extensive research where like six weeks you use this one packet uh-huh. a day it can take anywhere from two to, like two to six there weeks there was a feline one I'm not with like, sh- with like lactin and yeah some of the milk proteins yeah, were, yeah. were so yeah I'm not sure I, hmm. there was like another okay uh, oh, sorry Keep I going. think a white bag for the Perina yeah. feline packets mm-hmm. and the black bag for the dogs um, but yeah like they they even like they did studies where they saw that it was working, but they every time they fed them, they fed them in different environments. So it's not like they were calm because they just were getting used to shit. Yeah. They were changing shit up on them all the time. And yeah. then they switched the control group and the actual group, and they still saw results. Yeah, you they, know, so like this bacteria, cool it's a fucking stuff, bacteria right? that builds up in the dog for a little enough time. And when I say bacteria, a probiotic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it chills them out. That's that, fucking that, crazy. I who, wish I had who's that the guy with my pit. But who's the guy whose like job it is to be like, why don't we try this weird aspergillus, whatever the fuck, and see what it? It's just insane. It's crazy. And it's insane. That's well, and that, and that, that's exactly my point. Thank you because you hear these studies and you're just like, I, who thought of that? Like I would have never. Could, and then the fact that they're so detailed of like. Well, yeah, we've been feeding this dog in the room for three days. Of course, he's comfortable. This like, is the temperature. Yeah. This is the this. Let's, this is the let's like throw a couch in there yeah. and like throw a loud fan on. Yeah. Like, and if you don't know animals, like those things will drive at it. Like the slightest thing will drive an anxious, anxious animal. They all have their own hangups. Yeah. Just like people. And some of them, it'll get, it'll fuck them up. Yeah, it's a little Cat, less change. Cats, especially some cats, some of the yeah. crazy stories I heard, like, Ugh, oh, I, I had a I had a wingback chair in the corner, and I moved it to the other side of the room, and the cat just starts pissing on All it. everything. It. Yeah, everything. I refuse like, to like accept I, your this. Feng Shui is off. I refuse to yeah, accept this, this is as a bullshit, a reality. It's crazy. And then they're like, they're coming in. You know, vets are throwing everything they got at him like okay we could do blood work we could do like we could start like slow with like yeah like herbal stuff we can do like real like prozac and uh-huh. like real hard drugs yeah. and like and then like the woman's like yeah i threw the cow the chair out and the cat's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just spent a thousand dollars and all her and it was like and Dude, it's no one's fault these no animals. one would know like a cat's not like hey it's the chair but like animals run shit though yeah People dedicate their, they live their lives around that. What was her other option times. to like kick it out of her house? You know? Yeah. Which and, actually, and uh, people, people do. do. People, people do. Yeah. do. Oh, that's, and we could talk about that with like a pro con thing later, but oh, people are disgust. Like, I've seen the scum of the earth because yes. of this job. Yeah. Because, like, if you're going to treat animals in the yeah. way I've seen, you fucking, and, oh my God. God, yeah, there's, there's, and oh there's, my God, people there's are just terrible. dirt bags. Yeah, there's just dirt bags and assholes. And then there are people that don't understand the world of veterinary medicine. So they either 
accidentally do something, their animal accidentally gets hold of something, yeah. maybe a illicit substance or an illegal drug or something like that, and they so, come in and I they're... I saw a Jack Russell on cocaine. Yeah, and they just lie. When I worked veterinary emergency. And they're like... Jack on coke. And, uh, yeah, that's... Oh, I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. I, uh, <laughs> I swear to God, this is the first time I've said that in, in regards to that story. Um, Jack on coke. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, they'll lie straight-faced for four hours. They'll spend f- hundreds of dollars. It's usually weed. Yeah. It's usually and just tell me you gave the dog some weed yeah. and we can move on. And the worst that's going to happen is that like a few texts in the back and a doctor are going to giggle at your expense. Like yeah. no one's calling the police. Like it's no, in no one's dog's interest. dog's all fucked yeah, up. Like, like it's in no one's interest for like us to delay the treatment yeah. of your animal. To like phone nine one one. No, we want to run that to rat you out. We want to run that credit card. Yeah. So just tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, or we want to save your yeah. animal. Oh the- yes, I'm sorry. Yes, we want to save the animal um, for the goodness of our hearts. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I've seen we've we've both seen some pretty seen shitty, some shit. crazy situations. Some um, funny funny shit too. You started talking about it, and so I'm just gonna piggyback off you um when you were talking about how you were trying to do more of the outside okay not the just grunt tech work yeah. let's call it yeah. but try to do more of the administrative stuff um and that in my head was one of the motivating factors to go get the degree and get licensed yeah i assumed that um you know this was the first job for all its faults that i ever stayed with and real let's say like more than just like a not that like a real made a career job out is, of it. yeah it's made you, a career out you of it you thought about it and never you saw thought a future never thought yeah. that would happen so <clears throat> once i was in it i was fucking in it and it's the first time i was going to school and like you know you're taking microbiology and inorganic chemis- chemistry and i want to blow my fucking brains Ugh. out but Parasitology. Yeah, I hear that's a doozy. It's like fuck. <laughs> who cares, right? But like, it's t- like the fact that I stuck with it. Um, it's huge. But then, okay, so now we're in the field, right? And I'd say the biggest thing it changed for me, as just far as an employment goes, mm-hmm. a career goes, is I was making a little bit more money mm-hmm. um, than people who weren't, uh, who hadn't gone the degree and certification route, um, and I was still fighting. To get, because that's what I thought. I was like, I can't do this grunt work forever. Yeah. So I tried to start moving up of like to be lead tech, which lead tech means nothing. Uh, Lead tech means you're the guy that the vet dumps everything. Everyone he doesn't want to fucking that the other techs go to. Yeah. The receptionist, the middleman that nobody wants to be, but you're like, I got an extra quarter an hour, so I'm I'm on my way up. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You realize there is no, there's a very strict low ceiling. Um, There's only so far you can go in vet medicine these days with all the advance as a tech, with all the advancements they've made with or without a degree. Uh, it's and very I think limited. Part of it comes down to that. I don't think anyone would. I don't think anyone in the field would disagree with us, even if they're still like in it. No. Right. No. I, it's, yeah, it's limiting. And it's I at all aspects, whether you're the attendant, the receptionist, the specialty surgeon, it's stressful as fuck. Oh, it's it all is day, a very stressful. Almost job. every day, and between the more responsibility you have, the, exactly. the more. So you weight. step out of that. I'm rolling around in piss and shit, and like you know, fighting off dogs with muzzles. Yeah. To I am on the phone with a client that wants its money back because its dog died from a cancer that 
no one had control of. And they're threatening to sue us. Who's hysterical, emotional, understandably. Yeah. And you're balancing that. You're, you turn into a therapist because you can't lash out at this person. They're having a valid reaction to an emotional situation. And then maybe you had some different opinions of how the doctors could have handled it. Yeah. And you, uh, as a which, tech, which you, you always have. You always say to the client. And you that's know, something like you that. Can't that you can't rat know, out the doctor. Uh, yeah, no, you know, thing. It, you know, you're always on the team of your clinic, hospital, whatever it is. Reminds me of cops, a lot. I, not to that degree, obviously. Yeah, we're not well, murdering yeah, people, no. but like, it reminds me of cops where like, there's a line, you, and, and you're and, on that and side. You will potentially fuck up your career if you want to get a job in the local area. Yeah, you'll be known as like someone who was like ratting out. Yeah, some of the shit. And you've seen. I'll tell you, I was at a place, one of the places I was at, where I got to that point where I was in the doctor's office, yelling. And arguing with a licensed veterinarian yeah. over their care of of certain situations. I know. Um, and I never thought I'd be there either. No, and yelling at my boss. And you know, I've I I eventually I walked out of that job because of that exact reason. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard to watch for one. It's it's unexcus unexcusable for two when you have the abilities and a lot of it is just neglect or you know, greed. And these animals are the innocent bystanders. Yeah. And, uh, and, just, you know? let, and the, the, the exact situation that forced me to leave, these were animals with no human voice. They were shelter oh, animals. Oh, forget about it. So. A lot of the, sh- the yeah, a lot of the I was, that claim to do shelter medicine, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, like this is not. What's wrong no, with you? Yeah. And it's a quick buck because shelters will run up a vet's bill all year, every year when things are slow, they're getting shipments from other parts of the country and it's a good moneymaker. Yeah. And if you do it right, which I've been at tons of places that do it right. And it's a beautiful thing when it's um, done right. It's awesome. And it's rewarding. medicine is not all bad. And the relationship you get with rescues is super cool. I've gotten multiple pets that are personal to me through relationships, personally working with shelters and rescues. Yeah. Um, so when it's done right, it's it's fucking awesome. Um, but again, just like everything, it has the potential to go south. Because I because of I think what we were saying, like it, it's just it's just so important. It's a really important job. So yeah. you know, like I, I'm a, a bartender now at a, living at, a, at a brewery because uh, I had to get out. Um, I guess we can go into that whenever. Well, it's, but it's emotional uh, fatigue after a while too. And it was you know for the amount of work I was doing. For the amount of emotional investment and disappointment and I was time. going through, I, w- I had time on my um, list as far as you know, with a family. But but everything like with the money I was making, I, like I'm making the same, if not better, money now, working as a bartender at a brewery, and sometimes helping them out with like some of the minor shit, like whatever in the yeah. pack. Um, but I'm doing better now than I was in a medical field with way less, um, you know. Well, things aren't life and death. Yeah, right. The consequences are, there's not even, you know. Like, you you pour the wrong beer and, you know, you drop a glass and, you know. I accidentally gave someone the wrong card. Yeah. You know, the other guy came up on his, he had to cancel his debit card. And, like, you can do in veterinary medicine after someone has lost a pet. And that's way worse. The other side is that there are days where it's, like, it's definitely not as rewarding. You know, uh, uh, well, yeah. this is strictly about the money yeah. and I'm into beer and I'm, I love talking to people at the bar, but it's, it'll never be, 
the same feeling of coming home of like I did something fucking good today. I did some real work today. And like you know, when you're out of at a hospital for a number of years, you know, part of what I loved is like you, someone comes in for their first dog, first puppy, first kitten. Yeah. You know, and you're meeting this cat and its owner for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, for four or five months. For the next four or five months, I see this person and this animal every two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we take big steps, neuters and all. So you're, you turn into like a pivotal part of someone's care. And, and you're like kind you're, of a part of their life. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, you know, one of yeah. the things I always love and like, uh, you know, if any clients ever listen to any of this or anything, one of the things I always loved was just the, you know, around the holidays when... You know, someone was sitting in their house and we're like, you know who I want to thank? Like, my veterinary technician. The animal hospital. Yeah. And they write, like, uh, the gifts, the food, like, bring it on. It's great. Like, we love it. But, like, the card, like, I would take those home and those would sit on my mantle with other cards. Like, that I, meant a lot to me. Yeah, dude. I'm not a sentimental card guy usually. No, never. I don't give anybody cards ever. I don't, I'm yeah. not a card person. But when someone went out of their way, someone I barely know to be like, and the yeah. staff and Evan, I was like, fuck. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, yeah, uh, I can even think of recently, like, uh, you know, a not good ending. Um, it has nothing to do with holidays where the dog, you know, we treated it at our general practice hospital and mm-hmm. we sent it to a veterinary specialty service. The dog unfortunately didn't make it. Right. Um, And then, you know, it's hard enough to come back into a veterinary clinic after you lose a pet in that week or month, some people even longer. They came back specifically to give the veterinarian an eye that worked on their pet, like a sympathy card. That's Um, huge. Yeah, because like there it's that recognition of like, you know, I'm here for your animal. Like when things don't go well for your animal, they didn't go well for us. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's the emotional aspect we take that home with us you know um it just drives home the point again or the just the weight yeah the weight of what you're doing well, that's why yeah that's why i came with what you were saying like it's it's something that like at the end of the day like i'm going home to my family obviously that i care about yeah my pets that i obviously care about but in the back of my mind i'm thinking about your pet and like if the vet was good to it like obviously like i'm still thinking about its care and its well wishes and on the other hand when things didn't go well and it was the whoever's care was under technician or veterinarian. I don't want to malign veterinarians. Um, it's true. But the technician, or the attendant, the assistant, whether you're in a kennel or a hospital. Yeah. When you witness that. Someone fucking up. Yeah. And, you know. Potentially. E- and on, maybe on you know, accident. With, or maybe. May, and, yeah, I, yeah. and even. So Not I, with malice, but like, you know, no. when someone knows so what let they're me, doing. So let me give a quick example. Even yeah. of This has nothing to do with the animal being injured. While you tell, I'm gonna grab a beer. Do you go want do that. beer? Go do that. Are you good? Um, nay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um, cool. But uh, uh, I worked at a clinic. Um, the patient was a large Rottweiler, um, hundred pounds plus. I'm in another room with a rep, doing just bullshitting, talking about whatever drug or food, um, and I hear a commotion. Yeah. I come out, and this girl's holding her face. And she got bit by this Rottweiler. Standing outside of that, being, you know, a larger technician who feels like maybe I could have helped that situation. Like, I then go and feel guilty because this girl's injured. Well, there is, 
that you're also touching on um, there's not a lot of men in our field. Mm-hmm. And so to be As a man. Yeah. There's a lot of. But there's, I, th- I think there's it's changing. There's way more women coming up in, as as veterinarians. Yeah, it's changing. Um, or it's changing. Whereas like it's just from nurse to doctor, most of the places I've worked have been primarily uh, female. Yeah. Um, which is awesome to see. I, it, it it is I think a field where uh, women well, women have been able to make major strides. And let me say, even in the field for as long as I am, there's a touch that a lot of the good female technicians or doctors that I've worked with that they just inherently have because they're a woman that I will never have. I agree with that. Um, There's a certain finesse to the job that I never had. Um, It's very hard to... Yeah. um, Sometimes in the owner's ignorance or in the owner's... Even in their, their best mind of thought or not doing right by their animal... And you're not there to judge that. Uh, so it's not going to get you anywhere. It's hard to, you know, keep your face, yeah. keep your tone. Um, and I've tried that. And some of the vets. Subtly and, yeah. letting them know that they're fucking up or, or subtly insulting them in some way. And it's yeah. not going to get and you anywhere. And I've seen it effectively done where it's not offensive, but it gets the point across with a stubborn client. Um, to change the way they're doing something. And you're attributing that to be more of a, a female strength? Most of the time. I, I'm yet to see too many men have that unique finesse of like really, really like de-escalating situations. Emotionally navigating. Yeah. Um, I was thinking too, finesse, like even some of like the, the venipuncture, the catheter and needlework. Oh, um, it's it's just that it's needlework and and, and um, <laughs> I hope this isn't coming across as any kind of like stereotype thing. It's it's really I've been super impressed by yeah I would agree I feel like women in the fields just inherently have a better strength with maybe like fine motor skills which is very important. Some in the of thing. the catheter and placement I've seen by yeah. women with with nails with like fake with nails fucking huge nails fake sometimes nails. like, like how I, are you even holding yeah if a i get a, a with cut that on my thing. finger like that like my hand yeah. out of commission yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah and they're like you know these tiny dehydrated cats and i'm like it's a th- it's literally a thread yeah i mean they men are expected to be wrestling but with the so, bigger dogs and yeah. men are expected to and and again that's from personal experience, that's not an opinion. That's almost what I've been told by a lot of employers to like go get Lee, go it's, get Evan. Yeah, it's uh, literally this. ends it's up like, being your role, and like which kind of sucks. Although it, it's job security, it's job security for one. But it kind of sucks sometimes. It does totally suck at times because you know you're you're the you're the one that's going to get hurt. Like <laughs> yeah. let's be honest, even if it's like, your back, yeah, just like a big dog is going to hurt it, your back. Yeah, it's it's the you're the one that's going to get the bite. You're going to get the yeah. scratch. You're going to get the headbutt to the chin. You, you know, it's, and, you know, when you're, let's say, when I was a little bit younger than I am now, it was way more of a, a badge of pride that I was that guy. Now, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Like, I, like I, I love nothing more than, like. You can only be a like, soldier for so, yeah, you can only be on the front lines for so exactly. long. Exactly. And, yeah. like. Yeah, it's tough and it it takes it takes a toll on you. That's why I'm out, dude. Yeah, that's why I'm out. The frustration of having no ladder to climb. Yeah, uh, the you know, it's just like the then being stuck in more of a back breaking 
you know, yeah. exaggerating but not really situation. That's how I fucked up my knee and needed yeah. knee surgery well, was restraining down, a was fucking, you know. Mo- any of my major injuries have been through this job. Yeah. So I was um, going to I was going to ask you, that's a good pause for a question. Should we well what do you want to um why don't we do that and then we'll and then we'll we got to we'll rate our this. beer. We'll, yeah. we'll throw a beta fish yeah. at this. So um, what was your uh question? Bes- I was going to say besides your knee injury, do you remember or do you have like a worst bite scratch black and blue like do you re- vividly remember one yes what is it yeah it was at that hospital that we worked at together okay <laughs> the place that will not be named um, <laughs> no place will be named to be fair <laughs> yeah uh but this one holy shit yeah, yeah, some of the <laughs> 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 yeah holy shit some of the um, shit that yeah, went down yeah. um what the fuck was the question? Oh, what was yeah. your worst bite <laughs> or scratch um, or injury? So there's one of those um, pit bulls, which, side note, love the breed, not one of my breedist. Uh, I, was gonna, uh, I was another thing I'm going to say. Like, the, oh, go. Just go. Okay. First, go okay. First, go first. It's, we got so, things to do. So he had a <laughs> thick fucking neck, or, or there really was no neck. Okay. It's like this, it yeah, was yeah. one of those pit bulls where his Staffordshire Terrier, like a yes. wide, yeah, like the, yeah. He looked like a fucking linebacker. Yeah, like his skull tanks. was attached yeah. to his shoulders, and there was just beef. Yeah. And this is back when I was a vegetarian, casual hey. swimmer. Hey. Uh, so, no, just me personally, <laughs> I weighed <laughs> I like 170-something. I was a skinny. <laughs> I, I remember you. I was a fucking twig. <laughs> a twig. Um, and, you know, they had the choker lead on them, and it's kind of here. And it was with that doctor that we both fucking mm-hmm. hated, and he's inept when it comes to animal anything I mean, but like just, behave, be, yeah, just, just shouldn't be around so life i'm trying you know for anyone that doesn't know if you're trying to restrain an animal um you give them a he- he- not choking them you give them a headlock yeah they don't choke the same way we do anyway right no. well, you're giving them a headlock your arm is around the neck and your other arm can be either over the top of the body hugging them close or underneath the belly but it's always about keep them close mm-hmm. uh any space that they make is the ability for them to kind of turn around and get you in some way. Yeah, and even if they're not going to bite, like, I want to be clear, like, the, a dog doesn't have to bite you to seriously injure you. No. Yeah. No, my like, knee was, if, was about being yeah, thrown. they're not, if you don't have them that, like, so when you look at us and it looks like, you know, we're squeezing your pet close to us, it's because if that 60-pound dog pushes off the floor in excitement even yeah. and hits me in my chin, like, you could... If that's a punch from Mike Tyson, you could be out. It's some of the hardest hits I've ever yeah. taken. And I've been punched in the face pretty good. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> people don't like my yeah, personality so I. <laughs> a lot. But, uh, yeah, but taking a, a skull to the face. No, but this thing, uh, because it had no neck, he was just able to, like, his shoulders, he was able to buck. He was able to make space mm-hmm. and turn his face in a way. So uh, it got to the point where his canines, his teeth, they grazed my face. And there. I just was like, I was just like, in that moment, I was like, put him down, put him down, put him down. Like, we had to lower the table, yeah. and I got the fuck out of there. Because I, like, and I was checking my face. I, it was, like, sort of, like, scratched or, like, red a little I bit. A, I had a German Shepherd. I thought thing. he was going to take my yeah. fucking face off. It's and scary. I, uh, and you I, could feel the snap. You could feel the wind <sighs> of the, the clap next to your face. I went outside and smoked, <laughs> like, five cigarettes <laughs> in a row. Yeah, I need the Thank rest God of I was off. still smoking back then. Because oh, I just God. couldn't. The adrenaline freaked yeah. out. yeah. So freaked out. And that wasn't even the thing that I needed surgery for. No. The, you know. Yeah. Like, I, like, so I, even even my most scary <laughs> that's how moment this job is. wasn't the worst injury I had. Um, scary is different from the. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like I was. Uh, that's a good. I'm going to give this as a leaf fact, even though I'm going to say it. But like the most scary shit 
isn't the most dangerous. No, no. So don't let fear. Yeah, some, the, the, the fear is some of the worst. So I, I'm going to give you two instances. Not just vet medicine, in so life. So quick, yeah, I'm going to give you two instances. Don't let fear though, guide your way. <laughs> um, we were doing x-rays on a Rottweiler. And Again, yeah. could, a breed that can be So great. you put them in lateral recumbency, which means they're on their side, and you usually kind of have a forearm on their body, and either the side of their neck or their head. And uh, this dog was one of the best dogs. This dog never, like, I've treated this dog for all, like, give injections with no one around standing. And this dog is like, I love you, and just, just drool, right? Yeah. And this dog doesn't like that it's on its side or doesn't like the sound of the x-ray machine, whatever it doesn't like. And this it's partly my fault because I was comfortable. And I let up a little bit, and this dog grabbed my forearm and, like, bit, like, relatively hard where I, I was like, okay, if he goes any harder, like, fuck breaking the skin, he's going to break the bones. Bones, yeah. And I, you know, instinctively I pulled my arm away, which is wrong, and he's, like, almost dangling half off the table. and yeah, like they'll lock, dude. Exactly. And, the, you know, and like I'm saying, it was more the fear than the pressure or anything that I was, like, scared of. Like, I'm in a dark room <laughs> with <laughs> a dog that's now latched to my arm. Yeah. All right, and then um, the second one is... And you're on your... You're just on your... Oh, um, wait, what do you mean second one? How'd you get out of that? Uh, he, he let go. He luckily let okay. go, but it was okay. it was more of like he slid off the rest of the table and kind of fell <laughs> yeah. and then like was fine. Yeah. But even in that second when he like writes himself and looks at you, you're like, <gasps> you know, it's like, it's like Leonidas staring down the wolves. <laughs> what is this going <laughs> to be? And it's like, oh, yeah, is he going to lunge at me right now? Or, yeah. And the second one is another dog on the table that was amazing. I took it off. And he just goes after me, like goes to like maul me. He didn't actually bite me. The owner is standing during in the, the room. x-rays. He was fine. Like, no, this is a different dog. This is a whole nother situation. Oh, you're just like in a room. Yeah, I'm in. Mean, I'm doing exam an exam room, room and cool. like you know, okay. dogs on the table. Totally cool. Super normal exam. Mm -hmm. Take him off the table. Put him on the floor. Just turns. Like, I mean, like Cujo spits flying, coming after me. Yeah. And like all I could do is like you know, I'm like up on the table like. Get up. And the owner sits there. Just watches. Just watches. Just watches. Watches. And I'm like, your dog is like, you know, gonna, and like the doctor had to like step in and take care of the situation. And, you know, we talked about it after. But like those moments when it's like the unsure, like if a, I could have a cat latched to my finger, but I'm like, I'm in control of the situation still. Yeah. Like that not having control of a dog that you can't control if he doesn't want to be controlled uh -huh. is some of the most terrifying moments. Yeah, because I think one of the one of the skills of working in veterinary medicine is that you figure out animal psychology, which is that you just learn how to read body language. Totally. I think better. Yeah. And that's all that they're doing for us. Yeah. And it's very much it's not like like reading body language is not a uh, specifically human thing, man. That no, that's that's what these animal animals kingdom. are doing. Yeah. And it's a similar gestures and like once you learn that. And so I think you get to a point where you walk into a room and you see a dog posturing in a certain way and you're like, you just know. I just don't want to touch it. You now. just know. You're like, this is not. <laughs> I'll take the angry cat any day this over not the smallest well. angry dog these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So. I hear that. What are you throwing beta fish wise? Are we rating this beer? Yeah, we got to get into it. Go back to what I are we drinking? I feel like drinking? we're making what people wait. They don't yeah. want to wait. We've been, uh, the beta we've fish community is impatient. Cranking. Usually we would have been here. Long time ago, a while ago. But you know, is, we we got yeah, we got episode. feelings and opinions about. I this. do have feelings. Um, What's your feeling? I don't know why I'm looking this? at the beer again. It's I'm like clean. looking at the label again. Uh, well, could you do that? Like I'm looking at. Yeah, I get what you're doing. You're just like ah, I'm looking at this thing. I'm sizing sizing her up. I like it. 
it leaves a nice malty, almost bready taste okay. in my mouth. It's very drinkable. These are also colder now yeah. than the first Mine, one. Mine's gone now, but I need Here's a number. I need a beta fish oven. <sighs> I'm talking about it too much. <laughs> um, we're, we're only doing like halves, right? No, you said you're only doing halves. There's whole halves and zeros. Okay. I can't do like quarters. No, right? yeah, no, yeah. We're <laughs> only doing. Yeah, Are we getting yeah, too crazy? As far as decimals, we're only doing halves, yes. Uh, three, three and a half. Three and a three half. Three and a half. Okay. Three right. and a half. I want to point uh, out that that's two three and a halves in a row for you. No, then, yeah, because I did give the last one a three yeah. and a half. It doesn't have to be different. I'm just, fun fact. No, this is, this is a four. This is a four. Okay. This is a four. All right. I would, yeah. yeah. You remind me, because we talked about like drinkability, yeah. crushability. Yeah. So I was like, this was, four was going to be my number for this one too. Just because I, I could drink this. And average is a, at yeah. a four. Yeah. Four. You said you're done with yours? You yeah. want another one? Huh? Um, yeah, you can give me another yeah. one. Let me grab you a beer. I think uh, my, my cord is going to reach. So, um, I mean, do we want to jump? Here I we think go. we should jump right into pros and cons. Yeah, although, I, I mean, I, we've kind of, like, I feel like we've kind of just been, like, talking about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you want to, like, I, sum it up? Like, do you want to just, like, we don't I have don't to get if, into it. Do you have anything, like, specific um, that you wanted to hit? Um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, I just uh, gloss over like the the cons. I would give it the whole emotional fatigue aspect of things, uh-huh. the physicality of the job, the, the dangers of the job, and then um, one thing we didn't we kind of touched upon, but um, maybe get a little bit more of your opinion on the you know especially starting out the sacrifice you make. Um, Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cap hitting me something. Um, Damn it. Uh, no. I so cut you off. the sacrifice you make Something as a technician, um, oh. time wise, uh, holidays away from the family, yeah. leaving the Thanksgiving room, dinner table to, you know, go tend to animals because it's your shift. Right. Um, that's definitely was tough for years. We go in on holidays. Um, yeah. I mean, I or went. All, I should say went. Yeah. I, I, the practice I'm at right now does not do holidays. Amen. Um, that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, and then one of the other things, kind of, we talked a little bit about it, but it kind of falls on the pros and cons for me, is the fact that a lot of veterinary hospitals are small businesses. Yes. Um, so it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge pro, because I obviously... Cons, I think the cons outweigh the pros. Uh, yes. And so, so that's, why, talk, yeah. that's why I went first into the pros, because yeah. obviously I, I'm not going to explain the reason why it's a, it's a pro. It's a small business. It's helping your community. Beautiful. And the other we thing, support right? small businesses. Cool. Yeah. Most veterinary clinic hospital owners are veterinarians. They were not taught they how to be... They did their due diligence in veterinary school. They were not taught, a, taught how to be employers. Exactly. Or businessmen. Or, and financial investors. Or, and when you're, Businessmen or women. Yeah. When you're running a hospital, you can get taken for a ride by... The outside businesses you the do business with. The reps and the fucking... And I've been yeah. a party to that. Um, I could see that multiple times. Like I was saying on the inventory side, uh, quick story again, come into work. I do all the ordering. Uh I have an invoice, $17,000 in a certain preventative. I lose my shit. I pull every employee. And there's like no way I pull. Yeah, no. Cause I, first of all, in my mind, $17,000 is like a super astronomical number, no matter what. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Uh, it's a big number for us. Yeah. Like, you know, in yes. one purchase for a product. 100%. A, yeah, you know, it's not house money, but it's, it's, fuck, it's <laughs> yeah. money. 
Um, I pull every employee. I'm like, did you do this? Do you know about this? Why uh-huh. is this here? Before I go to my boss, because <laughs> the last thing I want to do is be like, uh, I spent seventeen thousand yeah, dollars by accident. Comes out, he did it, because he, the rep, got to him. So, like, part uh, of your job as a technician that deals with the reps, no, is to not let the rep get to the doctor. Yeah, what were you thinking? So they do all the money back, this and that, blah blah blah. Totally neglect that your product will go bad on the shelf before. Yeah, and then, and then that's when yeah. the vet comes out and is just making everyone push this shit. Like, Ex- so yeah, you exactly know, crazy to get a like, rebate. And if they uh, already bought three boxes, like they don't need it, and it's gonna go bad before. Yeah, they, yeah. you're an idiot. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's the you know they're not business owners. That was just the example I have of like. I was gonna say financially, they're not. They're shitty employers. You yeah. know, I think the biggest problem I've had with working in veterinary medicine, if you want to talk about a con, is that like it's mismanaged. It's usually disorganized. There's a lot of decisions that don't make sense. It turns into a very clicky. Yeah, and then cultured the, the situation fact that, and this would be my same comment about American uh, human healthcare, is that when you're doing medicine for profit, there are times where you have to make sacrifices in the name of profit that may or may not probably don't align with what the right medical choice is. Yeah, 100%. You know? So, like, you're, the doctor needs to pay us. Yeah. So I get it. I get uh, it. And needs to keep, keep the lights, lights on. on and yeah. got to fucking pay his family. I and, and, I mean, but you know, you're talking... But it's not what's best. Crazy expensive equipment and loans. And like we said, yeah. just school loans. Like, you're under pressure. Yeah. Um, but there's a smart way to do it. And there's a smart way to not continually make that bleeding worse. And they're not taught that. I think a big pro for me, to not sound uh, too much like an after-school special, but, uh, dude, I got a lot of self-esteem out of working in veterinary medicine. Yeah, confidence. I fi- yeah, I found, yeah, I found something I was good at. Yeah. Uh, I found something I was good at that I was willing and able to stick with. Which wasn't something I was able to do for a while, and, and you know, a lot t- of it's not easy. Like it's the, not easy. Like not understanding easy. complicated testing and like totally that under like and continually while you're in the field, new things are coming out. It's ever changing. So you have to always be when learning. you learn yeah. that and you could apply it and you can convey the information effectively to someone, uh-huh. you feel confident. You, and it's, uh, it's a huge boost. I did see some of the results of the degree when I was at the specialty clinics and like I was running CAT scans Mm -hmm. uh, on animals. Okay. Uh, Never in my wildest dreams would ever think that I was like operating a fucking CT scan machine or anything like that. And understanding. Starting to understand what I'm looking at. That was was my introduction to like ultrasound. Like right. ultrasounds, one of right. those things. When you first looking at an ultrasound machine, it looks like someone just turned the fuzz on on it's a TV. Like, what the fuck are they even pretending to lie to me the about? The more you yeah. look at it, you're like, oh, oh, you're able oh to. Oh my, well, oh, and then like all of a sudden, you're looking at this thing and you're like, I know what, I, I, that's not supposed to be there. You're what translating hieroglyphics. Yeah. For and like, like it's almost, like, it's a it's a picture now. I see it's it. one. You know what I always equated to? Remember when you used to go to like your doctor, your pediatrician, and there'd be a poster on the, the wall. The fucking three D. Yeah, the three D. And you have poster. to like cross your eyes to like make it. You have to 
it's almost like you can't focus see without seeing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like you will see the yeah. kidney. Yeah. If the you don't see the kidney. Yeah. The, ni- <laughs> the 90s uh, 3D posters. That's always, anytime oh I look God. at ultrasound, that's what I think of. People spent <laughs> so much money on those, too. Oh, my God. Assholes. <laughs> you dickhead. Yo, if you still have a 3D the poster posters, hanging in your house, the posters, not the ultrasound. <laughs> or you're, if your parents still have it hanging in their house because they spent so much, just fucking tear that down. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. You have to, like, blur I, your eyes. I don't want to see the pirate ship it's just show boat. me the fucking pirate ship it's a boat. <laughs> why do we have the same same off the top in reference I don't know. isn't that there's I, always isn't one that like mall rats is it where maybe? the one dude is just staring he yes because he can't and, see it and then someone's like it's not a boat it's a schooner you <laughs> idiot you <laughs> know something fucking, uh, okay, i think that's now. mall rats yeah, but probably. they were a lot of boats they were for some reason 3d posters were really good maybe at boats. it was just easy to hide a boat they were good at boats um <laughs> So we, we both gave a four for that beer, right? Yeah, and then we went over our pros and cons like uh, yeah. we do. Um, let's talk about, can we talk about spouse stuff? We can. Um, I mean, uh, let me, here, let me go first because mine's real quick. You should go first. My, my wife is not in the field. She likes what I do. Um, she does not like. You don't have to the, rush. The, um, it's very short. <laughs> the, the, she does not like the number of animals I have come home He's with. He's got his hand out. End of story. Like a, like a, na- <laughs> like a national. Thing. Okay, so you did. Yeah, that's, yeah it, she just. My, she, she loves our animals. She uh-huh. likes what, that I do what I do. And she doesn't like that I bring home more animals. But that she, she eventually loves. loves. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's his name? Winston. Winston. She yeah. loves Winston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know she didn't want you to take him home. Nope. I know why you did. Because he's fucking uh, awesome. And he looks like Chewbacca. He does look like I mean, Chewbacca. off the bat, that was, but like, let's be real shallow. <laughs> like, I looked at that dog and I was like, Chewy. That's my Chewy. <laughs> Chewy. Um, he is cool. Yeah. He's a very cool dog. I like him a lot. Um,. <laughs> I'm married because of veterinary you, medicine. Why didn't you tell me that? Straight up. Oh, that I'm married? Yeah. You never told me. Yeah. Would you think this... Uh, I thought you were just copying me. Would you think this... I just, just, you thought it was part of like the beta band band or, Oh, yeah. It was for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, around keep going. my finger. Right. Um, I fuck around. When I that. left the job that we were at, I went to that first specialty hospital. I was working emergency. Um, I was like overnight. Never wanted Evenings on the weekend. Yeah. So some wild shit, but um, there was a doctor that worked there, and um, it, dude, I you know I turned to like a fifteen-year-old again because like technicians are maybe not supposed to fraternize. There is there is a certain like class system in yeah. vet med- vet medicine, right? Like the doctors, especially at these bigger hospitals where there's more of everything, doctors kind of are meant to only like mingle with doctors, yeah. you know, and like I think owners get upset when. Uh, all the techs and the doctors go out together and everyone gets fucking wasted and then yeah. there's all these fucking stories of like so people banging each other and then like, <laughs> you know, like a lot of things go wrong when you let everyone hang out. Yeah. Uh, so, but, um, so we were like, we didn't know how to talk to each other at first <laughs> and then we did, but um, yeah, it was interesting. So, she, you know, she's a doctor and she's a uh, veterinary Oral surgeon and dentistry specialist. Insert applause track here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen her do some wild shit. Oh, We're talking about, if you want to talk about some of the pros of veterinary medicine, um, and uh, of course I'm biased, but <laughs> I think a lot of people Excuse would agree me. with me that she's she's one of the best doctors I've ever seen. I've gotten a chance to work with her. Rewiring jaws, removing bone tumor, cancer's bone tumors, and putting their fucking faces back together. Insane shit, and she still is always like looking out for their well-being. Um, totally. And I'd say that her opinion, um, if I could guess it, 
is that she loves what she does and she would always do it. But there's a reason that she went all the way to become like specialized in the field because it's where she has the most control yeah. and where she's, you know, it's able to be the most profitable for the level of work that she's doing. Yeah. Um, well, her work is her work. When her work is when her you're work. Specialist. She, she still it's works for someone. Yes. She's still, there is an owner of the hospital that she's at. Uh, but she gets a lot more freedom than even what I've seen. It's, like, not, as a, it's uh, not as much of like a product. GP vets yeah. I've even seen be way more constrained than the situation oh, yeah. that she's in now. Um, and she fully supported my decision to leave the field. Um, she understood why. I would say she would agree with us that um, she would not recommend being a technician. She would recommend... I hate even saying that because like there are parts of it that are so rewarding. I know, but, but uh, it's, a, it's a tough, tough. Her biggest complaint at times was with vet med is that they didn't explain until the very end how in debt you were going to be. Really? Okay, that's, that's what she said. It was almost wow. like a surprise in the senior year or the last semester of like just just to let you know Here's that you're going to be sitting in, in like the wow. money you're going to make versus when you come out and. See, I haven't heard. Um, I mean, I, not that I never converse with so many, yeah, but not, not yeah. even just her. I, like I never had like financial conversations with other specialists, so, sure, and stuff yeah. like that. So I wouldn't. Well, then she, you know, <clears throat> she's still doing like her residency and stuff in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So when we first met and we're dating, like I was making more. I could she see was, that, yeah, which is absurd because I wasn't making that much. Like you were not paying, uh, but <laughs> she no, like she wasn't. She was, you know, the hospital oh, look, yeah, was paying worked. her way less because yeah. she needed them for the residency yeah. for the mentorship thing. That's just crazy. So yeah, just another, so even with her degrees and all that, she still had a few more years before she started. Now she's getting, you know, we live the life that we live because she's uh, a kind of person that <laughs> I don't understand. No, like I couldn't set a her. goal. No. Do it <laughs> and got it. Precision. No. Like so twenty some odd years of work I to gotta, get to where she's at. I got a question for you. Yeah. Kind of dealing with all that. Sure. It's a question I'm sure you've gotten multiple times. From okay. owners, from potential employers, from current employers, doctors, whoever. Uh huh. Are you studying to be a vet? Uh and it's a, it, it, it's a almost so you're a vet jump down too, or like so yeah. you're a vet too. No, and I think uh, are you studying to be a vet? No. A lot of times, as men, we get that question a lot men, more. Yeah, um, and you have to sort of say the words because what else explains it? I would say I'm just a technician. Yeah, and you know I've had some clients like, I'm close Ugh. with that I've been able to like kind of elaborate on my reasons because mm-hmm. personally, I would never want to be a veterinarian. So. Um, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. And like we said, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot we of get the almost the same amount of reward uh, um, as for being involved with patient care. Emotionally. Emotionally. And, and, uh, you know, mentally and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As, Clearly, financially, being they're, a doctor, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're getting, making way more. <laughs> but yeah. to me, yeah. my lifestyle and my freedoms of my lifestyle are more important to me than. Being able the to like, yeah. The, yeah, and and you know, there's a lot of things vets do that people don't know they have to do, and it's a lot of work and just paperwork and after hours. She takes her job home with her. She yeah. gets called at home. She, like you were saying, she is emotional about specific patients. Yeah, and uh, as where I don't let the people on my block know what I do because I don't want them coming to my door. Yeah, <laughs> like what I will say about her is that she values the technician spot a lot. Her nurse. And there are tons and, of doctors that do. Like uh, The best experience I ever had as a technician 
And if we hadn't moved from Long Island to here, I'd probably still be working for this doctor. When I was in ophthalmology, I worked for a really good doctor with that we got along well, and she appreciated me and my work mm-hmm. and made sure to let me know that. Yeah. And That's great. And if you, like, I think the best opportunity you can have as a technician is to fall in with a doctor that you gel with. Absolutely. The problem is that it's really hard to find. And But when it does happen. It's really hard to find. And even if it's, so even if it's, let's say, like, just a technician team, the synergy when everyone clicks and everyone understands their the role. nurses too, yeah. And there's no, you know, childish nonsense of you get to do this and I don't get to do this or like when people just accept <sighs> their roles. Yeah. And when people just accept their roles and you're on a team that can efficiently fire things off and get things done, that high is one of the best highs. When you're on one of your busy days. Oh, and shit is just and, flowing. And the world just go into flowing. shit around you, but you, but you and your team are out. on top yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's part, like I would say that's part of my addiction to the field. Yeah. And what I would lack going outside of the field is that it's like almost like a hum. Like everyone's almost vibrating. You're on just on the same wavelength. At a frequency and like, yeah. you know. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, like that for me, like I chase that. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, that's also very hard to come by. Yeah. And like, I've worked and with some really cool doctors that like understand that and kind of like build their practice to achieve that. that. And I've worked with doctors <sighs> that don't understand it or practice owners that don't understand it and suffer because of and it. And yeah. And we'll, I was going to say, unfortunately it's hard to come by because, yeah. because there's also a lot of turnover in this field. So I mean, you the, have an amazing the lifespan team. of a technician is five years. Yeah. And, uh, we both, Cleared that done um, four times over. Cleared that, Three but like um, you, uh, um, you'll you'll finally have that, and then someone will either get a better offer or leave, leave or whatever. That, and that's and part of the you le- uh, There's a lot of leveraging it's like done. A, it's it's like what, you know when I think of my my, my fucking hockey team. Man. It's just, yeah, like, it's a know, lot, but it's, it's uh, it would it would I would. Oh, relate he's a it. chemistry player. He doesn't put up a lot of stats, but he's a chemistry player. But you know, he's like true. he's a workhorse. And there's uh, you, you know, know, but then you got your star. At the you got your point line. score, yeah. yeah but you need support. Your all-star surgery there. tech. You get your like your bruiser, who's like you can't. And then you yeah. get your finesse guy. That's like I've been wrestling with this jug vein for like twelve minutes. Like, and he comes in, he's like, or she comes in, he's like, done. Here you go, walk away. But that's that's your Crosby. Like, like you can't all be Crosby. No, yeah, 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 exactly. And when when the team understands that, it's mint. What about uh, what about as a dad? As yeah, a so dad. I feel like actually as a dad, like I struggled. Oh, I, st- I, I struggled a little beer. bit. Like, oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, <laughs> I just finished that fucking beer. You real quick. know, as like identity-wise, um, I've come to terms with it now. But what do you mean? Wait, what it, in, identity? In, because like of the, the, how the, she would sees you. Yeah. So because of the lack of ability to advance in the career, you kind of feel stagnant, and then you you know y- the last thing you want to s- your child is to like not respect your career choice. And be like, my dad's just a technician. Yeah, I've the come pri- to the uh, pride uh, of yeah. what she might be. Um, yeah, although I in think hindsight, it would take it's a not kid a now. long time. Yeah. yeah, and maybe unless you were in the field to be able to know that distinction, or, you know. And also, I feel like if I wasn't able to provide, yeah, you know, I had concerns. I guess part of it was built into that before she was born, like, or when she was very young, like the the ability to provide. For the unknown. Well, that's still, as much as we're admittedly beta males, as much as we are both admittedly not the breadwinners, and I am okay with that on so many levels, but 
as a man, it's hard to figure out. Well, then you know, like you still have that innate desire of like, yeah, you want I need to be a provider. Yeah. I need yeah. to be, it's like caveman fucking. So as shit beta males, I feel up. like that's part of our role is that we've kind of redefined that traditional breadwinner role. Like we contribute financially. You can still show good work ethic. Yes, you can contribute financially, but then you can also say like, hey. There are other parts that make this whole thing work. That yeah. make a family, make a household, make it's and you not know all what? I am. And it's uh, exactly, not, I need to. Not only is it not all I am, but like, yeah, no longer is that enough to just make the money yeah. to be. Yeah, and, uh, and let's yeah, exactly. So even if yeah. I was the primary breadwinner, so what? I would still go out of my way to do more to contribute to make everything work. Um, yeah, but or yeah, just, so I had concerns. I had concerns like you know what. And like also what society would think when like you're because all of a sudden as a dad, you're meeting all these more important people, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, and I can't like wait. you're filling out like daycare applications and they're like occupation and you're like vet tech. And like the person across the desk looks from you is like, oh, oh, you must love it. You must play with puppies my all day. Daughter and you're is, like, uh, yeah. You know, and you're like, like or yeah, or, or, my, or my son, he's, yeah, he's, uh, or, or yeah, well, they'll have questions or they'll be like that right yeah. now before he becomes exactly. a marine biologist. Yeah. Or like my like, son's in school doing that. Like, what do yeah. you, and it's like, no, uh, fine. Here's, here go. Take my right. money that I'm clearly making and shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was my biggest concern as a dad. And I'll tell you, as a dad as now, a dad. Uh, fucking Layla loves it. <laughs> sure. She loved coming to work with me. You know, she loves the fact That's that right. I bring home animals. <laughs> like, yeah, because um, me and Lee worked together again like last year. Um, it was like my last ditch effort at trying to be back <laughs> in the field um, before I left. But I yeah, tried. I tried you, to keep him you in. Did. You did. Yeah, you were holding in. me down. Uh, reeling me in. Holding me up. I don't know, whatever it is. But you, yeah, you would bring her and. It was cool to see her there, she, yeah, for she sure. Just, I mean, I loved having my daughter at work. Like, I'd rather do hang out with her than work. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my job suffered, not me. Um. <clears throat> the only thing I can think of is that, like, um, if she wanted to become a veterinarian, I would support that uh, as a dad uh, for my future kid. Uh, if she wanted to become what? a veterinarian, I would, I would support that. If she was trying to go the technician route, I would not. So wait, okay. I would not. Would you encourage like like uh, Corinne did to specialize or? Honestly, I think that like with the debt that you come out with, mm -hmm. if you're then willing to like come back home and not like, there's two ways you can go about it. Some people come out of school, they have all that debt, but they're like, you know, because vets still do make a pretty decent salary yeah. starting oh, yeah. out. So you can rent some piece of shit apartment and pay off your debt in a few years, or do you want to just start living your life? Or yeah. Whatever. I I don't know. I just I don't feel like I have enough personal experience with I well I should say I don't have any personal experience with being a veterinarian. True. Or going through that. And right now, you know, even with like her student loans and stuff, like we're starting to we're doing okay. We, we yeah. live comfortably, and and so if that's something she wanted to do. Um, you know, it's less about the money and it's more about like the, as far as being a technician and I don't mean to insult you in any way because you're still like doing this right now, but just that high of things working well, it just wore off. Like not that it wore off, oh, but it wasn't was, enough. Yeah. I mean, it's it still wasn't enough and I was coming home angry. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, the job just got to a point where, and I, I, you know, there's times where it's funny to hear you talk about like, just a technician but for me i'm just a bartender okay. and and that was harder for like my parents to swallow yeah and i want my daughter to be proud of me you know so even if i was like 
working in some form of veterinary medicine, I feel like that might carry a little more, you know, whatever so <laughs> than just being like working at a brewery. But I, I think it's the same thing. What we talked about work ethic, being passionate about what you do and then coming home and being a positive role model. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. whether you make all the money, whether you hate your job, whether you love your job, whether you make no money, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but specifically, if, if I would try to steer her away from doing the technician. Uh, 100%. I wouldn't. I wouldn't encourage it. Yeah. I, and I potentially would steer away from being a veterinarian, too, personally. I hear that. Um, I, would, I would probably, if that's really, it, if it was a matter of passion for animals, I would steer her in a different way. If it was financially and if that was more of the thought process, I would say go for it. Do you if you're going to be happy that way. But I would yeah. definitely encourage more some kind of really, I don't even know, zoo care. I mean, what you could do as a veterinarian. Yeah, something like, more, uh, you know, well, boots who, on the ground. Who knows also? Actual kind of stuff. You could be a vet and do that too. So, yeah, I mean, who can. am I? You can. Well, you can be a tech and do zoo. Yeah, you can do that too. I, who's to say too what's going to happen in the next 10, We know a tech years. that did that. I'm yeah. Jealous of her to this day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, maybe the, maybe shit will improve yeah. in the years to come. It's it's evolving By with insurance companies and things. Veterinary medicine constantly taking leaps and bounds. Or the world will be, you know, a Mad Max apocalypse wasteland by then. Yeah. And you'll be able to do I whatever can, you want. I can hit a vein. I can hit a vein. That'll carry you. That'll right. get you far. Hey, Dude, I already know. Tech, that'll get you far in the wasteland. Tech veterinary skills will take me far. I was thinking that too. In an in, apocalypse. In a zombie apocalypse, like I, I can good. stitch wounds up. I can stitch your I, I can do minor surgery. I can take surgery. blood. I can give, I can give uh, yeah. IV uh, whatever. Yeah. I could do. I'm good under pressure. You got a fluid bag? I'll hook that shit up. You want it? You got it. Hook it up. Yeah. I know about what antibiotics do. I, honestly, <laughs> I've, I've built a good prepper Bag slash containers Space through software. veterinary medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's wrap up. All right. What maybe. do you say? Yeah. What do you say? I'm good to go. Yeah, I feel good. But I mean, got a couple of things to do today, probably. Oh yeah. Dad things, you know. Dad mow, shit. Mow the lawn. Stare at the neighbor's lawn. I put the car seats in, and then I I vacuumed out and bleach wiped the cars yesterday, and I felt like I was like, this is dad work. This is good dad work. <laughs> you know, I just. Vacuuming mats in a driveway so just felt having like having the car like seat yeah. is a weird feeling. Yeah. So like when you're when you're a new dad, you're super like, yes, this is cool, blah blah blah. As it wears on, and like when your child's not when your child's in the car, it's different because you're not doing the same things. But when like it's a beautiful day outside, and like I tend to listen to like the heavier side of whatever music I'm listening to when I'm not with my child, uh-huh. whether it be like rock metal or like rap. Got the windows down and I'm like cruising and like someone looks over their instant judge is like <laughs> that dude's just living his life without his kid right now <laughs> like, I know he's got a kid because I see the car seat so you can't lie like you're not that cool you're just happy <laughs> you're just you're just yeah. uh, temporarily free <laughs> yeah your life is still yeah. controlled by, go back to your by a little human then. but <laughs> I thought of putting the car seat in and then getting a doll and then wrapping a plastic bag around its head and have the window down and have the window down and then see how many I was expecting suburban moms <laughs> which is how many like just drive through the Acme parking line have people like oh my god you, you know sh- just you yeah. should just put it and like tilt its head back and put a bottle in its hands <laughs> like a Jack Daniels just bottle fucking JD <laughs> just, um, yeah shit like, oh shit like, they're all over the floor he just grabbed one <laughs> anyway we yeah. got a we got a broad recommendation for you this this uh, episode. It's listen, 
Adopt, don't shop. That's a real thing. Adopt your pets, man. Please. As much as breeders need a living, they'll be fine. No, but like, it's the, the pros, the, the the cons of all the breeding and everything. And there's just there's so many. There's, there's animals so being many. put down every day. Yeah, and there's for thousands no of animals in this country just hanging out in shelters that are great. Yeah, great dude. pets and don't adopt and then return it it's yes if you like, if you're picking an animal like it's, it's for your it's your family it. like and honestly like i'll family. tell you this like i've had difficult animals yeah when you put your all into that difficult animal and for whatever reason if the animal passes goes whatever like that animal ends up teaching you something like whether it's patience that. Whether, whatever, whatever thing, like, I came out of, like, my difficult dog more appreciative of my good dog. Like, <laughs> I think it's also, you know, there's something to be said about, like, these allow them to be who they are, not so much of, like, well, I want a dog that sits in the corner and doesn't do a yeah, fucking like thing Yeah, like, you, yeah, time. you're not picking a personality. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, let them be who they are and, and foster that relationship, totally. but don't shop. Yeah. Don't shop. Especially pet stores. You're paying $4,000 for something you could have gotten for, for free. A, 75 bucks donation. Fee You're donation. helping out other things. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and I've found that rescue animals are way better behaved and like, because they're almost like more grateful. Yeah. Uh, there is a gratitude. Yeah. I, everyone, I've talked about it with thousands of people. Yeah, dude. There's a gratitude from rescue pets. Like, not so much cats. But dogs. <laughs> Not so much cats. No. Cats cats are PTSD emotionally scarred oh, for the rest of their God. lives, but you should still save them too. Yeah. And they look down on you because you clean their shit in the house. Because they're fucking cats. <laughs> yeah. Love cats, but like, fuck, man. Uh, they are superior beings from Mars. Yeah, they, yep. <laughs> that, uh, hey, man, don't even, like, we're supposed there to be ending this. We're, you're we starting go. me up again. Tinfoil Oh, God. Cleopatra. Cats are from space. Oh, yeah, we could do it. <laughs> You want to go? Yeah, want to just start another episode? episode? You want to just go just straight just in? Like, <laughs> hit, hit, hit. Just pause, space, record. Welcome to the beta then. Today's Welcome topic to the is... Cats aliens! <laughs> 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 uh, but they really are. Uh, All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> please come back. Check out our uh, Instagram. Let's do a thing. Quick. The Instagram uh, is the underscore beta underscore then underscore at Instagram. Like, it's like I practice or something. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> like I said too. last time, we got things in the works. Yeah. We're working on some cool stuff. We're going to get some content on the content coming out. Later. <laughs>